hey, hey, you, stop what you're doing, especially if you're sabotaging yourself. One of the most important projects you'll ever work on is getting out of your own freaking way. And guess what? I've got someone to help you with that. Rachel Wilson Thibodeau, my little big sister, award-winning speaker, digital marketing consultant, author, brand strategist, and not to mention she's an expert at wearing high heels because she's kind of height-challenged, if you know what I mean. But on the flip side, she sounds taller than she really is. Okay, I digress. Welcome to the project. Get out of your own way podcast with Rachel Wilson Tipido. Hey, hey, hey. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Project Get Out Your Own Way. I am really excited to bring to you none other than Miss No Crumbs Left herself, Terry Turner. She is dropping all kinds of juiciness. Notice what I did there. If some of you don't know who Terry is, you you will get that. Terry is a powerhouse. She is a mover and shaker. And I, I don't mean just in in the kind of sound bite, just a term to toss around mover and shaker. I mean, she really does make some moves. She really does make things happen. And I was thrilled to talk to her more about her journey, her experience from uh, essentially a food blogger to a a major voice and uh, again a mover and shaker shaker in not only the food space but social media uh, in terms of brands her her partnering with brands she uh, has become a brand and she has a lot to share so make sure you you tune in you I often tell you guys, you, you want to get a pen and paper or a tablet or whatever you take notes with and be prepared to listen again in case you miss something because you don't want to miss anything. Now, I want to make absolutely sure you all know about the Project Get Out Your Own Way audio series and you can get a free sample from that four-part audio series. You can get that by going to swagstrategy.com forward slash podcast again that's swagstrategy.com forward slash podcast if you prefer to get it by text you can text the words swag dash get out again that's swag dash get out now that's not the word dash <laughs> that's s-w-a-g dash or hyphen G-E-T-O-U-T, you can text that to 77948, all right? And what what's covered in that audio series is, is essentially 15 examples of how people get in their own way. For example, may, maybe you are really good at starting things. You, you are an idea person. You're full of ideas. You love starting projects and starting working on goals, but you don't finish. You're not, not so good of a finisher. Then you need this audio. Or, or maybe perhaps you don't want to take any risks. You, you want to be really successful. You want to do some major things in the world, but you're just so afraid. You're, you're so fearful. Yeah, I, I have something for that. Or maybe you just overthink things to death. You, you procrastinate yourself out of opportunities. Yes, you too definitely need this audio. So Go ahead. Don't don't overthink it now. <laughs> Grab this audio from the project. Get out your own way audio series. Again, it is free. So go grab yours. All right. As I, I often say, you're probably not ready really for, for this episode, but try to get ready. Try try to do the best you can. All right. <laughs> Let's jump into this with Terry Turner. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Project Get Out Your Own Way podcast. I am your host, Rachel Wilson Thibodeau, and 
I am joined today with another amazing guest. I, I am excited. And I know I, I say that I say that usually when I have a guest, but I, I'm a little extra excited to have this guest and you going to hear from her. You you probably it's very possible that you know her already. We're gonna talk a lot and, and find out a lot uh, about what is going on with Terry Turner. Hello, Terry. Hi, and most people know me as No Crumbs Left. That is true. That is true. So, Terry, I, I like to just get this out of the way. It, it's the most important question. It, you know, it, 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 it just sets the tone. And I, I warn my guests, I mean, you, you may not be ready for this question, but I have to do it. All right. Bring it on. Are you, are you game? Yep. Okay. All right. So, of course, you are a foodie. You are a food blogger. You, you know food. You love food. Like, I love food. So, this, this is just what I want to know. Do you ever watch television while eating? Well, first of all, here's something to know about me. Um, the way my, no, the way that my brain works is that, um, like when I'm cooking and things like that, I don't like to have other, I don't have music. I don't have the TV. I don't have that. And, mm. um, and so no, I, and here's the other thing. I don't watch TV. I mean, it's not that I've never turned on the TV, but it's not, um, as a person who's like moving forward in the world and making things happen, I don't have a lot of time for TV. So, um, okay. no, I mean, have we ever had a pizza on a Friday night and maybe watched a show? I, I would say really irregularly, it's sort of not my thing. And I never okay. get carry out. So, you know, I get carry out like three times a year. Well, I, I told you it was a super important question. It's just one of those things that I, I wonder about. And especially with people who, create wonderful food mm -hmm. and so i just wonder you know do you ever watch <laughs> in front of the tv so guys i'm going to share a, a bit about terry no crumbs left um and you're going to hear a whole lot more we're going to unpack a lot more about her and again this is just in case you you don't know who she is a lifelong passionate foodie. Terry believes that food unites people. Food is Terry's love language. Her cookbook, No Crumbs Left, Recipes for Everyday Food Made Marvelous, love that title, teaches how to bring that magic to your everyday cooking. Her simple approach to getting people into the kitchen, rolling up their sleeves and cooking is contagious food and travel blogger, online personality, and podcast host, Terry divides her time between Chicago and Northern California. That, that was something I was going to ask too, because you're, you're a Chicago native, right? Yes, yes. Born, yeah, raised, red. Yeah, I mean, I grew up in the suburbs, but I've lived in the, Chicago, in the city since I was 20. So absolutely, I'm a Chicagoan through and through. Yeah, I, I was wondering, is there another city, another place that you would ever live other than Chicago, the Chicago area? I spend part of my year in Northern California that I absolutely love. Not Southern California. It's not my place. Um, mm -hmm. And I, you know, here's the thing about me. I love New York and I love Paris. So those would be places that I could easily call home and feel at home mm -hmm. when I'm there. Oh, okay. Okay. I can, I can get that. Certainly. So I understand you had a birthday last month. Uh-huh. Yes. So again, this, some of this is my own curiosity, <laughs> guys. So what did Terry Turner have for dinner on her birthday? Well, one thing to know about me is I, my partner is an amazing cook and he cooks for me all the time. So he always Ooh. makes me really, really beautiful food. So we had, um, you know, we had a few celebrations. One, we landed in Napa. We landed in San Francisco. We always first stop is to go in Yountville to Bistro Gentil. Uh, no better place to have dinner um, than mm -hmm. there. And um, then they made a special birthday meal for me. And it was a gluten-free pasta and a wonderful gluten-free chocolate tart that my daughter made for me. Oh, so my goodness. I'm, I'm never short for a fantastic meal. That is not, that's, that's not it for me. 
Oh, wow. Okay. That, that sounds amazing. So you have had a whirlwind year and, and probably a whirlwind last few years, but especially this last year, I'm just thinking about the book and uh, the growth, the explosion of growth you've had online. I mean, on Instagram, you're, you're over 300,000 uh, followers, over 500,000 on, on Facebook. Uh, I mean, book tour. And, you know, often successful people are asked, well, did you ever imagine your life the way it is now? My question, though, because I think sometimes, you know, often the answer is, oh, no, I didn't. I think that that's kind of expected. Uh, But I'll ask you, was this intentional? I mean, it's such a good question. I never planned to be a food blogger. Um, I don't consider myself a writer, or I certainly didn't before I got into this, but I was kind of in in, uh, chapter two of my life. My kids were nearly out of the home, and I just was like, mothering had really been so much of who I was. And I had done other things. I'd had a career. I'd been successful. But I was, you know, enjoying those last years with my kids, and I was like, you know, so much of what I was, was a mother. So I just couldn't sort of, you know, I didn't know what my next chapter would be. And I said with a friend um, over a washing machine one day, she was helping me buy one. I said, I'm ready for something more in my life. And I don't know what that looks like. I, but I know that I need something more. And I was literally like, you know, it was literally like, am I going to take a, uh, am I going to take a class? Am I going to be mm-hmm. in a book group? You know, what am I going to do? And I often think that that's just how things begin is that we create from that intentional place and that we say, I want something more. And I think, I believe that the universe like meets you at that moment and that, mm-hmm. that that's the beginnings of magic that happens. And it's like a seed and, you know, mm-hmm. and more comes from there. So I never expected what unfolded. I never planned. It wasn't like I planned a business at all. It literally happened to me like an avalanche, one person after another. And, mm-hmm. and there was just a, this train that got rolling. Um, and I, I don't think I could have ever, you know, imagined where we were. That being said, it makes sense. And there's nothing about this that seems that odd because I'm doing what I've always done, which is sharing recipes, talking about family, sharing love for family, keeping a present closet where I buy six of something to give everyone my girlfriends one, <laughs> uh, because we have a lot of great giveaways over at No Crumbs Left. So, um, it is not at all far from who I am. It is exactly who I am. And that's why I think it, it all fits so well. But could I have imagined the success? Could I imagine the book tour having a book? Uh, you know, the hundred, you know what I'm saying? They're like thousands. Of, we saw 7,000 people on the book tour and I signed 7,000 books. I could have never imagined that we would sell out wherever we'd go and that Crumbles would come across the world and across the country and Crumbles mm-hmm. are self-appointed fans. I couldn't have imagined all of it, but I, I, it, I'm, I mean, I, you know, sometimes people say, what's your five-year plan and what's your 10-year plan? And I think yeah. goals are great, but the reality was none of this was in my five-year plan, you know? Um, but I'm also not a person resting on my laurels. You know, I make things happen. I believe in them. I create them. I, I hustle. I work hard. You know, I think it's my leak teal that says she works longer and harder, you know, than anybody mm-hmm. else. And that's why she's <laughs> successful. And in, uh, throughout the book, I have some quotes. I, her quote, she's a friend of mine, is one of the quotes that's in there. And I respect her hustle. And I have a hustle, too. I work really, really hard. So yeah. I think um, passion and then hard work and hustle, you know, when, it, when, you, when, you, when you're not afraid of any of that, I think any, I believe anything's possible. I, I, and I, I want to ask you about passion because that is something we, we hear a lot and I respect passion. I think passion is important, but you also said hard work. And is that your <laughs> remedy, if you will, to when you're not feeling so passionate? I mean, what, what happens when you, you don't feel it, when maybe yeah, you yeah, feel overwhelmed, sure. maybe things are not going the way they're supposed to go? I mean, is yeah. that when that hard work kicks in or is there something else? Yeah, no, no, that, I mean, that happens. There's times where I feel overwhelmed or, you know, there's a lot of aspects to my business. There is, you know, the Instagram and and all of the messages I get. And there is the sponsored work and the, the, the brands and things that I work with. And then there is a podcast. I have a weekly podcast. It's like in the top 10% of podcasts. So there's, you know, there's that. We write a weekly newsletter called Friday Favorites. That's a lot. And then there's a whole bowl business. So, I would say one of my biggest challenges, there's a lot to do. There's a lot to get done. 
a lot of people need me in, 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 Mm -hmm. you know, in what they're doing and how best to spend my time. So when I get overwhelmed, it's like, no matter what, I know I got a list of things to do and I just do them. (laughs) I just, just keep going and keep doing it. And, and then you just got to sometimes stop and get organized. I've got some smart people that work with me and say, okay, let's focus. We're working on right now a whole 30 takeover. Which entrees have we decided on? Which stories have we done? Which are new mm-hmm. that we want to do? What are we going to put by the wayside? You know, what pictures do we need to do? Because there's all this aspect when you do that. It's like, it's like, you know, 12 new recipes, you know, and we got a recipe test. And then the girl yeah. that's typing up the recipes, does she get them? So what I do is I just try to stop and get organized. But I know no matter what, I've got to keep moving forward. So I would say moving forward and getting stuff done is one of my superpowers, absolutely for sure. And I'm not a like, I'm not really a take no for an answer. If we find a way to do something and it it isn't the very best way, I don't go, oh, let's rest on our laurels and do it this way because that's the way every other blogger's done it. No, absolutely Mm -hmm. not. Mm -hmm. I expect um, a lot for myself and here's the reality, I expect a lot from others. And I don't think people could really, people wouldn't really remain here unless they're really driven because they Mm -hmm. would be driven crazy by me. And uh, it's not the right fit. I interviewed someone for a job recently and said, if you're looking for a place that you can come and you can check on your social media during the day and you're going to be texting your friends and you're going to, this is what I want you to know. This is not the place for you. And if you come here, you will be miserable and we wouldn't keep you. So just understand that walking in the door. That's not the place for this. Don't do that. That's good. That's that's who we are. Yeah. It's it's good that you have that conversation up front and you set that, that expectation. I mean, I think that, you know, that, that keeps, uh, you from wasting your time and them wasting their time. Yeah, so. absolutely. Absolutely. And then people know, you know, or when I'm hiring a kitchen assistant, it's like, we're going to do everything. We are going to make a giant mess and then it's going to happen again. Is that going to bother you? You know, if someone's mm-hmm. going to give me attitude in the middle of the day, because there's, there's a rundown to, to get <laughs> drinks or there are dishes to do, or we got to run a third time to the grocery store. It's not, if someone's going to give me attitude, it's not the right place for them. We right. are doers, change makers, making things happen. We are creating content in real time, right now, that's what it is. Right. And if you don't right. like to run like that, this is not the place for you. Gotcha. Gotcha. So talk to us a, a, a little about Whole30, because okay. Whole30 plays a, a big role. Your cookbook is Whole30 endorsed. Whole30 right. has become a whole, whole right. thing here. Right. And for people who may not be as familiar with um, Whole30, t- tell us more about that. So let me start by saying Whole30 is not my brand. I am a person who loves to eat, loves to cook. And I discovered Whole30 a few years ago. It's a 30-day reset where you stop eating certain things for 30 days uh, and you follow a group of principles. There's no dairy and no gluten and there's no, you know, preservatives and there's no sugar. And Terry, there's no sugar, right? There's no sugar. There's no, I mean, there's no sugar. There's no stevia. There's no honey. There's no, but it's 30 days. And if you can't do this for 30 days, but it's really what happens and your joints feel better. You lose weight. Your skin looks great. There's no booze, mm-hmm. by the way. Um, so I love 1230, did it a few times, thought it was fantastic. I ended up contacting them. They were looking for people to, to be influencers for them. And I said, I would be absolutely fantastic. And you know, what I love about the story is at the time they were looking for a certain thing. They're like, we're not quite sure that you're right for our page. It, it, and I say that respectfully, mm. Jen, who's, who's my friend now. And I said, if you let me do this, I will absolutely bring it in. I'm going to tell you something. You will not regret it. And I mean, eight takeovers later and a book and all of that. But certain point in the takeovers, we had a takeover that was a, the best we ever did. It was brilliant. It was like my very best work. And we knew it. And afterwards, they said, we didn't hear from them like on Monday. We thought, well, they're going to call. And they're going to be like, you're amazing. No, no call. Tuesday, we're like, uh, we're waiting <laughs> for the call. No call. Wednesday, we're like, well, you know what? Sometimes you do things and you do it because it's, it's the hard work that you do it for. And so you just move forward, you know? And we got a call on Wednesday or we got a letter from Melissa Urban um, saying, uh, we've never had as many calls and messages and emails. Mm. And, you know, it, basically we'd like you to do a cookbook and, and we've got yeah, that's an agent hard for to you. And, totally. We have an agent for you. We have a publisher and it's like, you know, you like you step into this deal. So, so I did it and mm. I, I didn't have a dream to do a cookbook. I, I, you know, I like a blog where you can go in and change the recipe and go, wait a minute. Well, how much salt did I say? What was I thinking? Did I not <laughs> add that? What? So we did the yeah. book. It's, 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 it's a year and a half of your life. You know, it's, it's a lot of hours and a lot of time. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, we did the book cause it was a lot of fun. Um, 
And, uh, you know, it's just, it's, it's been a journey. It, it's, been, it's just been a part of the journey. But if you haven't done Whole30, absolutely do it. Everybody should do it a couple times a year. It just makes you feel really good. And it helps the body if you have joint pains or you've got um, eczema. It helps with, with many, many, many things. I, I have I've been kicking it around. I, I got to tell you, and I know this about myself. I can admit it that that I am really addicted <laughs> to sugar. And I think a lot of people are, whether they realize it or not, whether sure. they admit it or not. And so it, it's just getting my brain <laughs> kind of wrapped yeah. around it. But I, I know it, it would be great. Now, something I do not want people to miss. Terry, you said that you reached out to the yes, whole 30 folks. Absolutely. And I, I absolutely, absolutely want to get that across because, you know, talking about some, some examples that, that we get in our own way, sometimes it's simply not moving forward and going with something that we know that we can do, that we believe in, uh, value that we can provide. And whether it's fear, whether whatever it is, it, it just doesn't get done. And we come up with all these excuses. And you you essentially pitched yourself. You were proactive. I, I mean, I can't imagine if you would not have done that. And maybe the opportunity would have presented itself again or in another form. But, I mean, who knows what would have happened or not happened if you would not have reached out to them. Oh, and I, I mean, I'm, I'm a girl that's reaching out. One of the first things I did when I got started with the business is I reached out to Allclad and said, I'd love to do, you know, I'm a cook. I love your food. And they, they, they saw me using their pans and posting. And I said, I'd love to do a collaboration with you. I'd love to do a giveaway. Um, this is what I need. It was like a Friday night at five o'clock. I got an answer in 10 minutes oh, and, we, and, and we were going. That's and I went good for a Friday night. I went to somebody else who was a much bigger blogger than I was and said, would you like to do this with me? Um, I'll get the products. This is what we'll do. We'll do A, B, and C, and we'll do it together. And people have to, have to follow both of us. And uh, we were to the races three days later. And then, you know, you do one and then wow. you can go to Zwilling and say, I work with Allclad. Uh, would you like to do a promotion with me? Mm -hmm. um, and, and, and every step of the way, I contacted bigger bloggers than me saying, do you want to work together? People whose work I admired and liked. And you know what? Nobody ever said no. You know, and we just, we just, mm. we, we just did it. You know, when I wanted yeah. to be an editor for the Feed Feed, I reached out to them and they said, well, normally, you know, you'd, it's like you would need to have this many followers. Sort of like, you're not quite there yet. I was probably like 8,000 followers. Normally, you'd have to mm -hmm. have more than 10,000. And I said, mm -hmm. well, here's what I want you to know just watch me because I'm going to. And then, I mean, they were, they, they were really super nice to me. I didn't mean like they said, but they were like to work with us and get the sponsored work. You'll need this. And I said, well, I want you to watch me because that's going to happen. And I mean, I would say two months later, I had that, I had that goal. I mean, those are the kind of goals that I set, you know, it's like I had that goal and, yeah. and, and we were things. So every step of the way now, now my position is different for me. Sponsors come to me all the time and say, we want to work with you. And I say, we only work with four or five a month. We only work with sponsors that we absolutely love mm -hmm. and we're paid mm -hmm. well because we are, mm -hmm. we are, and I'm, I, I don't have a hard time saying we're expensive because we're really good at what we do. And when we work yeah. with brands, they don't want us to work with anybody else. So they lock us down on contract because they're like, she's not working for my competitor, you know? Yeah. And yeah. I'm, I'm, loyal. <laughs> you know, I work with brands that I absolutely love and believe in, and I'm really loyal. I work with Spindrift. I wouldn't consider drinking any other competitor than Spindrift. I wouldn't even consider it because I am loyal to that brand and I love their product. You know, I, yeah. I sincerely do. And I come from that background where we understand, we understand loyalty. So good or bad, that's wow. who I am. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I love you telling them to to watch me. You, that that's that's the language of a badass, by the way. Yeah. Uh, watch me. <laughs> so you are a mom. I'm a mom. Of of two. Twenty six and, and twenty two. Oh boy. Okay. Yeah. So th this is another somewhat curious question of, of my own. So what do you cook for your, your kids who are obviously grown, if, if they're having a bad day, if, if they need some comfort food, what, what, what are you making for them? Well, if someone doesn't feel well, you know, um, in the day when they were living at home, it's like to me, a lovely chicken stock with a little bit of white rice, some peas in it, and a little Parmesan and salt and pepper mm -hmm. as a soup in, in, when you're not feeling great. 
um, you're having your friends over uh, a homemade chicken finger there, you know, there's just nothing quite as lovely as that. Um, (laughs) you know, a big pot of soup is really wonderful. You know, after school for my daughter, it's egg salad and you take the eggs and you grate them on an old fashioned grater, you know, once Mm -hmm. they're, they're hard boiled. Mm -hmm. So it depends on the person. My son is a vegan, so I'm going to be with him and everything Mm -hmm. is about, I'm going to be making homemade vegetable stocks. I'm going to be bringing some tomato bliss, which is a beautiful tomato water. And I'm going to be making him risotto and beautiful vegetables, Mm -hmm. you know, and I know for my daughter, she wants vegetables and she really wants a wonderful salad. One of the things I make when they come home, um, it's called the welcome home salad and it's on the, on no crumbs left.net on the blog, but it's, it's, um, when they come home and it's like, it's, there's beautiful, um, my everyday roast chicken breast. There's a fantastic dressing with it. Um, there's some kind of like a fruit, like it's either a fall grape or a pomegranate, beautiful greens. And then I do these like kind of cottage fries on it. So the the salad has probably some other things on it too, but it's called welcome home. And I typically make it uh, for them when they come home because you can do kind of everything ahead, whip to the yeah. airport, come back. You've taken the chicken out and sit on top of the stove. You got the cottage fries out. The dressing is made and then you whip it together. And, uh, you know, it's hearty oh, and wonderful. And you're like, my mama loves me when you eat it. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I'm listening to that and, and I'm getting hungry. And I mean, I just ate a little while ago, but uh, okay. <laughs> so... Along those lines of, of, or along the same lines of being a mom, would you say that being a mother has ever driven you to do more? Would you say that's ever been kind of your why or no? Because I hear that a lot from, from moms and I always, I, I, I'm, I'm always kind of a little concerned about that. When, because I just think when you make someone else, even your kids, mm-hmm. when you make someone else your why, sometimes it seems like that's kind of a lot of pressure to put on them, maybe even unknowingly. And then when they leave, I mean, does your why change? Is it right. the same? Right. I mean, so what role would you say being a mother, if any role, has played in you being driven and you wanting to be successful, more successful? Okay. Well, yeah, this is sort of a sideways answer, but my mother loved us such a big love. She believed in us so unconditionally. When I talk about my mother, she's gone 20 years. I could, I could cry right now, mm-hmm. the kind of love that I felt. So I was driven to love my children. I was driven to champion my children, to be a mm-hmm. part of their lives, to make them a priority. I mean, I was in a position that I could drive them to school and pick up. Not that someone else might be in a different position and want to be able yeah. to do that. But we prioritize family time, special time, being together, reading, hanging out, laying in bed, watching TV at that point. Um, we prioritize that. So I was driven to love my kids. That's really what, that, that's where that comes from. That's where that drive. Um, so I would say, no, I'm not driven to do this because of my kids. I would say the offshoot is that my kids are proud of me and that that is mm-hmm. so lovely. And it's like something I almost didn't expect and didn't know that would happen, that mm-hmm. they're like, your success makes me proud. Your success makes me want to do this. Seeing what you do makes me want to go out and get mine. So that's been an offshoot yeah. and that's been in, in lovely. And I don't, like if somebody's kids, it's what motivates them. That isn't what motivates me, but I, it kind of comes from an inner place. I like working. I like creating. I like doing, I'm, you know, I'm definitely a creative, um, but I'm a business person. I'm really understand the way business works. And I love embracing all of that. And I love doing something that allows me to, I think it's, it's spectacular. And after all the years of being their mom and putting myself into that, to have had this chapter work out where it's not about them. It's kind of wonderful to tell you the truth. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I like that. So you have, you've talked a little already about what, what a, a day, maybe a typical day uh, is like or can be like in, in no crumbs left world. What, what would you say is something you do pretty much every day that makes the most difference, that, that really moves the needle in, in your business and what you're doing? Such a good thing. And I don't know that I, I mean, I wish I was one of those pissed people that could be like, well, I have a meditation practice or I work out every day or, you know, I mean, I'm driven. So I'm moving us forward all of the time. I am really good at multitasking. 
Um, I, I'm, and I'm good at small picture, but I'm good at big picture. No, I'm not good at technology. I couldn't tell you how to really get something on the blog. Uh, I don't mm-hmm. know how to go, you know, what's our SEO. I, I, I I've got people that do that mm-hmm. for me, but mm-hmm. I would say, I know how to delegate. I know how to get a lot of people working. That's big. Things. Yeah. <laughs> That's and I know how to discount it. I know how to make stuff happen. So for me, and I don't know it's a recipe for anybody else, but I know how to make stuff happen. It is my superpower. And so I'm just, I make stuff happen all of the time. I mean, my problem is more mm. turning it off. So it's like, you got to go to bed <laughs> at night, you know, you know, the other night we, we have products that we make available to people, but it's this great thing where everybody wants them and you get on a list and then you get a message going, you can buy one now. Mm-hmm. And there's only a certain amount of release and they sell really quickly. So when we get the note, like you can sell platters today, I am so happy about it. it could be one o'clock in the morning and I'm sending people the private link and, and all of that. And then we, we load up the store so you could buy them in any color, but we only have a certain amount left and we have to watch it so we can shut it down when the, when the group is sold. Mm-hmm. That to mm-hmm. me is, that's a good darn day. I love it. And I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. you know, I was a, I was a girl at three years old that had a lemonade stand and I loved it. I did it every day. I'm still <laughs> that girl. I am still that girl ah. who feels excited about the lemonade. Who does? And who doesn't wow. love lemonade? And that's how I feel about our beautiful products is we have these artisan products and I love it. it makes me happy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and speaking of, of beautiful products and, well, I'll say beautiful food, I, I follow a number of of food pages, a, a few food blogs and food pages in terms of Instagram, Facebook. Yours, I think yours is the best. I mean, the photography, the, <laughs> and I, I am very much a foodie. I, I like to think I kind of have a special bond with food. I, I appreciate food. I don't think it's just something you put it, we put in our mouths. <laughs> right, like, right. I think food represents you know, other stuff. And so I love to see the imagery. I, I think it's kind of art. I mean, it, I, it so I, I'm thinking you, you have a great photographer or do well, you ever take any of the pictures? Oh, absolutely. I mean, our photographer, it's me. It's Zach who works with me. Um, on our sponsored work, we have this great guy named Tim Turner, and he is really mentor, helper for us. And so when we work on a campaign, we get together, Zach and Tim and I, and we go, what do we want to do? How we want to get there? How are we going to do this message? And Tim really helps us, but Zach really shoots what we do and edits it. And then the sort of uh, the static pictures I, I do. So we, we do it. And guess what? We do it all right here on the iPhone. Mm. Hundred percent of what we do. I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that. And guys, in case you missed that, <laughs> Terry just says she does a pretty good amount of the photography on her iPhone. Yeah, we so, don't do any of it on a camera. I don't. I mean, we don't do none any. of it on a camera. Yeah. Okay. Now, for the book, Tim Turner, who's a spectacular photographer, he did everything on 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 the camera. But for the mm-hmm. for the Instagram, a hundred percent, we don't do on the. You know, we we do on the phone. Wow. So there there you go. <laughs> Yeah. So, oh boy, I, I'm I'm thinking what what direction to go in. So you have a podcast. I have that, a podcast. That's, that's, oh my god, I love it. It's so much fun. I know, right? So I'm I'm curious because being in the the business and in the arena of food, I would think you know that's all about visuals. That's all about imagery. What what prompted you to get into podcasting? Another one of those things, um, never planned to be a podcaster. It's a total natural for me now knowing it. And I, and I love my podcast. We don't even, I, my podcast isn't sponsored. Um, we haven't found the right sponsor and I haven't been in a hurry to do it. And I love what I'm doing and I don't want anyone to tell me what I can talk about. So, um, (laughs) my daughter, uh, 22 dating a woman and there people would see Lucy on the page and they would see that I didn't have to go here's an exclaimer. Let me, let me just, let me just tell you now my daughter is with a woman or that I would have to talk about how we're not going to talk about. We just didn't talk about it, but we'd be like, here's Lucy, here's her girlfriend. And people were like, what's the story? We'd like to know more. How did that begin? How did you find out? You know, all of that. So I said to Lucy, um, well, why don't somebody said once, can you tell us more about that? So I did a story and said, is this something you want to know more about? 96% of people said we do. And Joe Feldman, who is a, a fan, follower, now friend, 
and at that point mm-hmm. was one of the head writers for Cards Against Humanities. She is a great game. And she contacted me and said, come on over and do a podcast. We'd love to host you. We mm-hmm. went over. Lucy and I had a conversation. Mostly she schooled me. She schooled me. And we talked about what does queer mean? What does that mean? How is that different? When I was growing up, you said queer, and it's like, basically, it's a slur. Right. And now, you know, it means something else. Right. And we talked about that journey. And, um, you know, the first time she dated a woman and how it was I discovered this and how did I feel about it and, and all of that. And so it went viral and people found it helpful. My thing is mm-hmm. like, love your kids, champion your kids, whoever they are, love and champion them. And mm-hmm. so people really... Um, it went viral and many people in the LGBTQ plus um, community shared with other people. And there would be kids who would give this to their mom or moms that would give it to the grandma. And we would get so many comments and calls and messages about it. So after that, it was like, Oh my gosh, I mean, it went viral. It just, it it was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It really launched the podcast. And then it was like, well, I could talk about other things. So we started doing a podcast. And then I said to Joe, well, I should pay you something because I don't want you to do this every week for free. Now we're over a year into the podcast. We've, we've, we've spoken on every subject, you know. Oh boy, it's been, o- it's been over a year? Over a year. I mean, like Laura Wasserman oh. this week, you know, who's a very famous divorce attorney we're speaking to. And my good friend, Larice Bell, we spoke about all the goodbyes in our life. And we've spoke, you know, mm. the Me- Bill Curtis, who's a Chicago news guy, famous guy. He came yesterday and was on. And, and you know, so we have... Uh, thought leaders, people, you know, from all over mm-hmm. coming, talking mm-hmm. about all different kinds of stuff. We don't even really have ones on food. We're, we're talking about life because we don't know the answers. We're just figuring out what the questions are. And um, mm. so it's been a blessing for me. It actually, I love doing it. And it's been, uh, you know, we're over a year. It was a year ago. It's been a year and a half that we've been doing the podcast. So we do it every week. And then some weeks yeah. I do two or three because like if I'm going to be traveling, if we have a few in, but, uh, and people fly in for it. People come in all the time because we don't, we don't do it. We do it in person and we do it at the card, Cards Against Humanity studio. So I'm like, if you want to be yeah. on my podcast, fly to Chicago, get a ticket, get a day ticket, be ambitious. Once you know, I'll have an author who'll be like, well, no, I, I don't think I can get on a plane. So get a $200 ticket. <laughs> <laughs> round trip yeah. and say, do you need miles for me to give to give you this because come and do it and we have wonderful conversations and um yeah you know and yeah. it, it's a lot of it's been a lot of really wonderful women and of course I love women I love men too but I I kind of I'm crazy about women <laughs> I same year same year that I love that I love that because it sounds like it it happened pretty organically and it has I mean kind of morphed into something more that that I, I would think that's another example of I mean you didn't necessarily expect to go in that direction and and certainly never. for it to have this yeah. impact never no nor did I expect with our Friday favorites our weekly newsletter it's a love letter to our followers it's about life I mean we did one on Chandra Rhymes and the you know the year of saying yes and mm. we do it on everything mm-hmm. on home cooks and what they're making or gratitude or the law of attraction, you know, or creating, you know, living life with symbols for those who've gone. I mean, and, you know, uh, this week is homemade gifts. And last week was why small business is important. And the next week is winter entertaining. And then it's like living your best life. So we kind of alternate where it might be foodish and then it might be simply content that I'm excited about. And it's also, we have plenty of things that we do sponsored. So this is unsponsored. It's what I love doing. It's what I love talking about. And it's like, it's going somewhere. I don't know where it's going, but I can trust and feel that it's taking us on a journey somewhere that we're supposed to be. Maybe there'll be a, you know, a book of, a book called Friday Favorites. I don't know what it'll be, but it, it's, yeah. it's going to take us somewhere. Yeah, yeah. So obviously, content is important to you. Can, yeah. can you, <laughs> what do you say to the up and coming blogger or expert or author or someone who has something to put out there and who uh, has this brand they're wanting to grow and they're, they're wanting to, or they say they're wanting to kind of curate, but they, they don't really want (laughs) to do content or they don't really want to be consistent. They don't, I mean, what what do you say? I mean, I would say, you know, I would say that's a great hobby and enjoy it. 
you know, and, <laughs> and it's okay yeah. to have a great hobby that you enjoy, but it I guess it's a lot of work. And this isn't a job to go in because you think it's glamorous. You know, it, it's, yeah. you know, do we get invited to places? Do we get to go to parties? Are we invited to nice hotels? We really are. Um, absolutely. But, you know, creating content's a lot and it's definitely the beast that we have to feed. That is definitely mm-hmm. one of those mm-hmm. words like, oh my gosh, you know? Um, so it's always like, how do we keep it fresh? How do we move it forward? How are we excited about what we're doing? And we're creating content in you know real time all the time. And yeah. so, you know, we might be working with a client and getting ready to post something. And then we're like, you know what? I got a better idea that's going to work better. And it's more current. And we call the client and say, we want to change what we're doing. And they're, you know, they're like, and like, and that's who we are. We're those people. And then they're like, okay. And we, we change it. We make it happen. So you've yeah. got to have that drive and ambition. Otherwise it's okay to have a hobby that you get on and right. you do something occasionally. And maybe you don't care that anyone's listening, or maybe you've got a great little group, or maybe there's 20 people, or maybe your friends are. It's like, have, have great. But if you want to do this, it's, it's creating content. It, it is, it's probably the hardest part of our business is just that all mm-hmm. the time is all the time coming up with new and innovative recipes for clients. And you're like, Oh my gosh, we've been working for three years, but we got to come up with new stuff. But that is why people pay us because we pull it out in the end. We pull it out. We do it. Well, Yeah. I, I think it, it's kind of a catch 22, or I guess it, it could be seen that way because the thing is once you get an audience and, and you get people paying attention to you, they want more. I mean, so it, it's kind of um, counterintuitive to not want to put the content out there or to kind of slack in that area, but you say that you want that exposure and you want these raving fans. And so yeah. you get the raving fans. <laughs> right. Like, but everybody looks at different. I mean, look at my leak. I don't know. Do you follow my leak? I mean, on I her do. Page? I okay. do. Yeah. And I love it. I mean, she's not a beast to feed in the content. She's doing her thing. She's She's so authentic talking about what it is she wants and what it, what the gifts are that she brings. And she's just, you know, slapping us in the ass occasionally. I mean, she's a workhorse too. She is freaking workhorse, but she knows what she's doing. She's got her priority, but she doesn't feel like she has to feed the content every day. And she's, yeah. and I, you know, I think she's one of the most, you know, women I admire the most, you know, she's on the top of that list. I think she's phenomenal. Yeah. I, and you know, that's kind of a good example though. I don't think she really has to now because she's put in so much work before she's built that audience. And, and I mean, back in the day, she was putting a lot more content out there and being visible. I mean, so I think, you know, when you get to a certain point, it, 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 you, it's a little easier I mean, but people still want to see you. You still, you still oh, of have course, to be of course. And visible. I think she puts out her current, you know, Curlbox has current content all the time. Yeah. You couldn't stop there. Yeah. But I'm saying people can work out their, their profile. So I don't think there's any, you have to do it a certain way. I think you got to be yourself. You got to bring your best foot forward, but nothing happens without hard work. Nothing at all. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So Terry, we talked a, a little about this before the interview. And so I, I pretty much know how you feel about this, but I, I want you to share with my audience, you know, there's this whole concept about perfection, perfectionism. And I see it a bit more among women, not, not to say men are immune to it, uh, but it's something that it, it seems some of us struggle with a bit more as, as women. It is perfection a problem for you? Are you kind of just okay with imperfection? What would you say about that? It could be interesting to ask people who work for me. I would say I'm a very driven person and mm-hmm. I like perfection quite a bit. And I like to have people with me who are super smart and hardworking and all of that. So I don't, like, I don't need to be a size two beauty queen, blah, blah, blah. But I, I, uh, so I don't think perfection is so much a problem for me, but I would say I expect a great deal of myself and others is the best answer. Mm-hmm. I, can I Okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. All right. So this, this has been awesome. I, I could talk to you longer, but I know <laughs> all, well, I won't say all good things have yeah. to come to an end, but, but this good thing is going to have to come to an end. So just a, a couple more questions. What I, I, I think are, are, things that everyone may not know, what would it take to get an invitation to dinner at Terry's house? 
I love it. You, 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 mostly you need to be a dear friend. You mostly need to be a dear friend because I don't get to spend enough time with my dear friends. So that's I'm mostly sure. that. Before I was a blogger, I used to have lovely dinner parties. I don't now because, you know, we're cooking in the kitchen every day and mm-hmm. uh, and all of that. Um, recently had a, got a second little place mostly so I can get out of my house and go somewhere where the kitchen isn't messy. Um, and so I'm much more apt to cook there or when we go to the ranch, um, where we spend part of the year in Northern California, I'm more apt to cook there. It's more fun for me. Um, mm. because I cook all day, every day. Oh boy. Okay. Yeah. So you're not getting one, but I, I, but I appreciate you asking. <laughs> Had to ask. Had to ask. All right. And you mentioned earlier your your children are proud of you. Yeah. Now, is is there anything would would you say they would say there's anything that that they may want you to do differently, or they don't oh, like I, that you do? Oh, I mean, I'm definitely a control freak. You know. So <laughs> I, the other day, I talked to my son, and I was like, "Oh my God, we should do a podcast together." And he's a very serious vegan, so it can be, it can mm-hmm. be like, uh, yeah. So I would say my son would really like it if I was vegan, absolutely for sure. Um, but I would say I have, I have advice, of course, for them, and I have ideas about their life, and I think that they would probably like me to have a little bit less. Um, uh, Patrick said the other night, he goes, well, on the podcast, what I'm going to say is like, if there's some situation and I'm working with someone and someone, there's something that's happening or someone's trying to whatever, I say something and I say this, I want to stop you right there. I want to stop you right there and say, no, don't do that. Like, absolutely not. Or uh, so he said, yes, I'm going to have to talk about the, I'm going to stop you right there. And I was like, oh my gosh, is that something I say? <laughs> so, uh, I think my kids kind of dig me the way that I am, but yeah. I think, um, probably less endless ideas of how their lives could be lived better. <laughs> like you, you wouldn't be a mom if, if you I did. Know, I know. <laughs> I let them, I let them live their lives and I don't, I'm not like, you got to call me every minute or you didn't do this. Yeah. I, I'm not like that. I think it's really important that you go off in the world. And that means going off in the world that you're not calling your mom every, every day. I was going to say every holiday. So if you are, um, you're not going to call your mom every day. You're not, that's just what it is. And I'm, and I'm okay with that. And I know that that is the yeah. way it has to be. So I think yeah. in that way, I'm, I'm a good mom for sure. So I just, just quickly as we're wrapping up, Give us one tip or one piece of advice because you are a big collaborator. You you talk about that. You that's that's mentioned in your your Instagram uh, bio that you're a master collaborator. Mm-hmm. What what is one tip you would give on uh, better collaborations? You got to ask. Nothing happens if you don't ask. Go after there. Try to make it happen. I mean, don't set up anything that isn't like this. Is what I learned in life. Be the generous side of fair always. Be the generous side of fair and don't. Mm-hmm. You know, be, don't be dishonest or promise something that isn't so, but just go out and ask, be a, a heart filled and go out and ask. I mean, you don't know what you get. I mean, Tembi Locke is coming. She's an author and she's coming on the podcast and someone's like, how did you come to know Tembi Locke? And I was like, well, I read her book and then I contacted her to say, hey, I read your book from scratch and I loved it. It, it was so wonderful and touching. One of my best reads, it was, I did it by audio. She was the narrator. And um, mm-hmm. someone's like, that's how you met her. Or, you know, Bill Curtis, I was like, I contacted him and said, Bill, will you come on the podcast? You know, yeah. um, you know, I, recently I've invited Katie Couric on my podcast. I don't know if she's going to come, but she invited me to be in her in her thing. And I was like, oh my gosh, you know, so it's like, absolutely direct message, right call, pursue it. Yeah. Do not be afraid of no. If that is the worst thing that can happen, go for it. I love it. And create brilliant collaborations that have a life of their own and that people talk about so that people want to collaborate with you. I am an excellent collaborator. And if I ever collaborated and it really didn't work out or whatever, I would make it right. I would, and working Mm. with clients, if we don't, if we didn't do an excellent job, we would redo a campaign for free because it's my name on it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So. Oh, I love that. I love yeah. that. All right. So okay. you guys, you guys heard it here. First of all, ask. Ask. <laughs> follow through. Make it happen. Do it. No procrastinating. Yes. The follow through is is extremely important. So 
what are you excited? First of all, let us know how for, for, for the few people out there who may not know about you, uh, how can they connect with you and also share with us, is there anything you're especially excited about, anything coming up that okay. we well, Thank you. Thank you. I mean, I'm No Crumbs Left on Instagram. So come on over and follow. We have a great time with step-by-step stories. NoCrumbsLeft.net is the blog. Um, I'm on, on Facebook. You know, I've got this fantastic book and guess what it's called? No Crumbs Left. And it's a mm-hmm. love letter to my mother. And it's a beautiful book about story family and it's beautiful recipes, but lots of quotes and tips and, and things like that. And I'm just excited to see where my next chapter takes me. But I would love, um, but my fans are called Crumbles and it's like, come join us because <laughs> not only are we eating a lot of good food, but we're figuring out a way to make a difference in the world, how to pay things forward, how to be a yeah. part of something. And I have this amazing community, you know, in the community, if you can't afford a book, we figure out a book for you because we don't want anyone to be left behind. And um, then other people in the community are like, I want to get a book for someone that can't afford it. So we, we have a real pay mm-hmm. it forward moment. And, and what I want to say is paying it forward. It's, it's, it is the way it is. It's the way to be. It is the, for 2020, start paying it forward. There you go. Okay. Okay. Well, I thank you. I appreciate you so much. I think that this has been awesome. So guys, if you, if you are not already connected with Terry, following Terry, following No Crumbs Left, then you definitely need to do so. And I'll include that in the show notes. So until next time, I am sure you will want to listen listen to this again even <laughs> so because you may have missed something so go back and listen by all means subscribe if you have not already done so don't keep this all to yourself you know i say that all the time tell someone tell your friend tell a homie tell a mentor tell a mentee tell someone who wants to be free tell someone about the project get out your own way podcast so until next time this is rachel wilson thibodeau Take care and take some action. Bye-bye, Rachel.